On this week's show, happy 2018. Welcome to Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Saturday, January the 6th. We are just a few guys from the Midwest talking pop culture news, telling stories, taking your comments, and whatever. Uh, I am Joey Mills with GeekDad.com, and across the table from me is... Kenny Wright with Freedom Hydrographics. And to my right, we have... Dusty Stafford with Stafford Lawn Care and other fine establishments. We need to get some of those other fine establishments uh, back in the show doing some commercials for us again. Yeah, I know. Gotcha. Yeah, it was. That chicken was good from the first show. <laughs> and, and over in the corner, handling all the technical stuff, is Odin. Give us a wave, Odin. Let us know where you're here. There he is, looking up from his phone. <laughs> all right, what's going on, fellas? Anything going on this week? Uh, lots of work. Hurt my back a little bit. I almost didn't come to the show today. Because of it. What? Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah, I'm on painkillers, so this might be a good. This <laughs> might go longer than you think. <laughs> Don't be shy. Pass them around. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I didn't bring any with me. <laughs> Took them before you got time, here. That yeah. you know of. Yeah. Yeah. This is, for me, a slow week. You know, this is after the first Christmas. Yeah, you know, just a lot of twiddling thumbs for the first couple of weeks. I've got some little projects at home i'm working on so do you have any shows lined up yet for this year uh, not yet i don't know what's going on just yet so but i would like to hit a few get the name out there a little more and stuff like that kind of like i said i'm revamping some of the stuff i'm doing and get away from dipping a lot of big stuff and getting into dipping some smaller stuff smaller stuff that because the big stuff i got to go to a separate location yeah and i've if it doesn't dip right the first time, you've got to bring it home, sand it down, and dip it again. It, repaint it. What's the weirdest it. thing you ever dipped for somebody? Not really anything weird. You know, I've dipped uh, a cane for my wife. I've dipped interiors like dash pieces and stuff for cars. And I've dipped some tennis shoes. And Once you've got the, the clear on it, everything's the final. Is it like food safe? Is it. Yeah, because once the clear uh, dries and gases out, which, depending on your company, takes anywhere from what they say around two weeks to a month, you know, just depending on who you use. Uh, then it becomes inert. So, so you um, could, in theory, dip sex toys. I was going to say. That's <laughs> where so I knew you were headed. How many dildos did I I knew that where I was headed before you even said a word. I mentioned that to the wife last uh, time. She's like, what are you guys talking about on this show? I was like, I don't know, but now he has me intrigued to think I could do one. Yeah, there you go. They sure you need to put on your ad. <laughs> you need to put some of those out yeah, there at the shows. Three fifty-pound girls be like, I'm, I'm, I want the colors I want. Yeah, I'll be texting you guys, be like, guys, I'll be there in like twenty minutes. I'm dipping dildos all day. <laughs> all right, back to the show. You are <laughs> You're gonna have to promote the show. <laughs> Dude, we got, we're looking for some promotions. We got <laughs> Dusty's fine establishments. Fine establishments and dildos. Kitty's backdoor uh, ads. He's got going on. Ladies, you ever yeah. wanted to camouflage dildo? Well, come on down to Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is the first show of 2018. Uh, we are going to be talking. Uh, Pop yeah, culture, entertainment. <laughs> yeah. are, I may have had one of those painkillers. <laughs> but uh, we are going to talk about uh, what we're looking forward to in 2018 in entertainment and pop culture. But before we get too far down the road, we're going to talk about headlines from the week that was. 
So this week, uh, The Last Jedi officially passed $1 billion. That's a billion with a B. Globally, it is yet to open very much in China. I think they opened this weekend, so it's only been a day or two in China. Um, that made it, though, that $1 billion they've grossed, the highest grossing film for 2017, despite the fact they didn't open until December 15th. So in, <laughs> All the other movies are like, oh, yeah, that's whatever. Yeah, so in two weeks, they made more money than every other movie has made <laughs> from whatever, whenever they opened to whenever they took them out of theaters this past year. So uh, For all the hate that they've been catching and stuff like that, some people are going to go see this movie. Well, that's the thing. Even if, if you hate the movie, it's because you paid your money and went and saw yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're getting their money either way. Uh, but that puts Star Wars ahead of the Harry Potter franchise as far as sales. Go ahead. Sorry to keep interrupting. No, go ahead. Yeah. I wonder if Justice League's like, so uh, how are you doing it? <laughs> well, <laughs> going to the well, to keep going, they got to show up the first time. <laughs> so well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Well, everybody's already butts? heard the, you know, the scuttlebutt of the Star Wars. I got a problem with this. I got a problem with right. that. You know, so, but there's still people going and seeing it by the droves. So. Well, I think yeah. negative comments still bring people in. We're like, we got to see what's so bad about this. Well, the thing is with Star Wars, you know, people are saying, it was okay. I had some problems with it, but it was okay. You're not hearing a lot of that from the, the Justice League. There was not a whole lot of it was fine. Had some problems, but for overall, I liked it. It was, it was a lot of yeah. No, it didn't work at all. So. Yeah. Just too I guess. But it does put uh, Star Wars ahead of the Harry Potter franchise as far as uh, sales go. Wow. Still behind the Marvel Universe and probably will be. They crank, you know, Marvel movies. You can put out Star Wars, maybe two Star Wars a year. But those Marvel movies, you can put out, you know, they're putting out three, two, three, four of those a year. So Marvel's got a substantial lead and doesn't look to be uh, dropping it anytime soon. Wait till uh, the Han Solo movie comes out. We'll see what kind of numbers they're cranking then. Well, that's the thing. Han Solo comes out in the spring, but so does Avengers. And then you've got an Ant-Man coming out later. you got Black <laughs> Panther. <laughs> yeah. so, so for every one they throw out of Star Wars, Marvel's cranking out three or four uh, films. True. So, so that, they're not looking behind them and worried about Star Wars overtaking them. Um, but Jane, the James Bond film franchise is still in the number one spot, slightly ahead of the Marvel movies. Uh, probably won't be there much longer just because, again, Marvel's cranking out two, three, four of those so a year. So the James Bond stuff, I mean, there's only, I don't know how many there's been since 22 the... 22 or so total, I think. Well, since the introduction to, like, d video, DVD rentals okay, yeah. and going to actual movie movies. You right. Know, I'm just curious if their numbers are all from... You know that point all on, or was there? Oh no, the, the yeah. I mean, they they still they still look at uh, you know the the money that people paid for tickets for the old films, mm -hmm. and then they always inflate them a little bit to adjust for the current ticket prices and stuff. Oh, so okay. because there have been twenty two James Bond films, it's why there's such a big lead, and, and people show up for those. You know, those oh, were yeah. for a long time. Those were the summer adventure movies. They didn't have you know superhero movies, or in, a lot, in some cases, they didn't have Star Wars movies for a good you know ten fifteen years. So. Um, that was what everybody, that was the appointment, you know, uh, we're going to go see James Bond when it opens. And I don't know that I've ever watched a premiere of James Bond movie. I no. Mean, and no, I, I usually, know. to me, it's like, you know, if it's good, I'll just rent it when it comes out to video. Yeah. I don't even... I haven't even watched the last couple, I don't know, with, what's his nuts in there? Uh, Daniel Craig. Then, yeah. yeah. And not be, nothing against him, yeah. but I just... Yeah, just haven't, not, not exciting enough to yeah. make you go see a James Bond movie, yeah. yeah. Yeah, most of those I've seen. I think all of them, or most of them. And are they in your library? Actually, they're up in the attic because I put them already onto the hard drive. So, but yeah, I think they're all there except for the last one. So awesome. 
so yeah, James Bond films uh, are in the lead. They'll be overtaken by the Marvel Universe probably before the year's end. Star Wars is right behind them, so don't expect James Bond to be sitting there very much longer. Netflix this week also officially announced that they are making a sequel to Bright. You both watched Bright, right? Yeah, yes. I'm glad they're making yeah. a sequel. It's good. Yeah, there's a lot of unanswered stuff. I kind of want to know... Dark Lord, I want to know some backstory to some of the other stuff too. I think it'll be pretty good. I haven't seen it. So what does Bright refer to? Is it it's a, it's a type of magic user. Like a Bright is someone who can wield a wand. Okay. And there's so, not very many of those. And it seems to be elf. You have to be an elf for the most part. Well, no, Will Smith. I uh, said so there was speculation that, yeah, Will Smith. He was the one that you could pick up the wand and didn't explode. Yeah. Right. The first human that they knew of. Well, I, I asked because there was a lot of scuttlebutt around, you know, the sequel's coming out and people are saying, well, I wonder what this means for Will Smith's character. Is he a bright? And I haven't had a chance to watch it, so I didn't know. <laughs> so, and everyone else that had tried to touch it. So is that, would that be like comparable to like in the first Guardians of the Galaxy when Star-Lord picks up the Infinity Stone and everybody else melts and he doesn't immediately is it the same type of thing where you know there's something with this guy because he could do this or you assume so because like i said uh, it seems like it's elves who were the ones who were able to even though everybody wants it you know because it can grant any wish that you want so right. everybody, but when they pick it up it seems like it kills like i don't just understand user, how they know so much about it because nobody really wished for anything in the movie well they, the, they, they assume that being able to hold a wand you can get anything you want but nobody actually got anything they wanted no one really they didn't wish for anything no they uh, what's her name brought uh, the orc feller back to life yeah with the wand and that was the only thing that you showed of any power other than you could pretty much decimate an entire room by just whips in the wand around a little bit. Just right. Like, well, sure for, I mean, you're looking at the... Then don't wave it at your microphone there. <laughs> you can destroy the microphone by waving an imaginary wand at it. The uh, group of people that are this is set in is like the lower... Like Lord of the Rings kind of thing. And right. that kind of stuff. So they're people that are not poor, but in that... Right. Because well, they're very rich, which are the elves... And then it's there's different casts, you know. Yeah, the people. orcs are all like the gangsters and the thugs. Yeah, the ghetto. thug life. So I mean, it's, it's like anything else, you know. If they see maybe somebody being brought back to life, or maybe something happened with the wand, then the imagination goes. I would have this. I could stories, you yeah. know, because nobody really knows. So it may not. There may not be really anything you can do with the magic besides. Because when <laughs> they were talking about the wands, they. I mean, they were talking about it, but it was almost one of those things like. Is an urban legend really kind of thing. Exist like you know you've heard about it, but there you know it's like nobody had seen one. No one. And there were supposed to be so many. Wasn't there? How many wands were there? Three or. Three or seven. Three, three in this story. With yeah, the, I think it was th- three. And we only actually seen one. Yeah. So, and you had to get all three to resurrect the, the king or what Dark was it? Lord. Dark Lord, yeah. All right. And as far as we know, there's only one that's even been shown. So this could be a trilogy. Or if there's, like, was there seven? You said something about seven? Uh, well, I thought it was seven. It it might just been, well, I'm just saying, I know, if, like, in this little group, there's th- three of those elf chicks have wands so and they needed those three to seem yeah like that they is were just doing. in one like it, cult right like there's a group that there could be millions of groups of different ones but it seemed like like he said that the 
the elves were the only ones that knew anything about any brights or wands or anything like that. So they might have been just telling stories to keep the, everybody else until the end in their the place. Story. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, you kind of figured was going to happen. You know, right. So. You kind of knew that was or coming. Or going to die. Well. Yeah. You have one or the other. So <laughs> There's only two way. options. What are they going to do with Will Smith? They're not going to let him melt on screen. So <laughs> Yeah. In that situation, even if he died and his character was gone, you'd be like, okay. Yeah. I got it. You know, it's still the unanswered thing. My question is, what's the rage against the fairies? Like the very first of the movie, oh, yeah. he just beats <laughs> a tiny fairy to death with a broom. Yeah. And you're just like, oh my God. Yeah, but the, it's also not like Tinkerbell flying around. Right. Things right. Like, <laughs> right. It's almost like the this huge mosquito pest that like gets into your cat food and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Harasses people. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I don't know. Maybe we'll know uh, when the sequel comes out. It may. There were the. Uh, try that again. <laughs> the original was uh, viewed more than 11 million times over the three-day Christmas holiday weekend. It came out on the 22nd, and between the 22nd and Christmas Day, 11 million people tuned in and watched it. So, I can see why they're uh, making another one. That's a lot yeah. of a lot of eyeballs. On Thursday, while we're talking about streaming services, Hulu announced that they've committed to two new seasons of Animaniacs. Uh, From what I've seen, all the voice talent is on board. Steven Spielberg's on board. I haven't seen anything about the writers, uh, but your original cast, at least, of uh, voice actors, your your main Animaniacs are are all back, and two two more seasons. It'll be interesting whether or not this is tailored towards old folks like us, if it's a nostalgic thing, or if it's they're actually trying to get kids nowadays to watch or if there's some fine so line in between like using iPhones that's what i'm wondering stuff. if it's you know i'm guessing without without any information i'm guessing that they threw the warner brothers and dot back in the tower for another 20 years and now it's probably you know they somehow escaped for the tower and it's 20 years later it's current day i'm guessing so i don't know like i said if it's going to be because watching that show that you know it was there was a lot of stuff for kids, but it was also, they also had some things that were more adulty kind of, you know, inside Hollywood, you had to kind of know the pop culture history. And, you know, there's a lot of, you know, they would make fun of like old time, you know, movie actors and stuff because, and it made sense in the story because the, so they're going to make fun of Bat, Bat Flick. Yeah. I don't know what are they going to be making fun of. Are they going to be referencing, you know, yeah, Humphrey Bogart and stuff like they did in the original? Because I don't know that kids today are going to know like, what the uh, hell's going on at this. Well, that's when they need to turn and be like, Google it, kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look it up. Ask your parents. But So uh, we may get a chance to talk to those guys when we go up to the con in uh, Kansas City in February because I know a couple of them are going to be there for that. So. I'm not sure if I'm ready to hear one of them say this place is lit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. dropping slang. Or, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that uh, plays out, what that's going to look like. Um, and then lastly, in uh, in the regular news from last this week, uh, got an announcement that the Overwatch League uh, kicks off its inaugural season of competitive play on January the 10th, which is the week actually coming up. Uh, so 12 teams from 11 cities around the world are going to be playing video games between January 10th and, let's see, it goes for 20 weeks, so it goes into July if you're one of the people on these teams, you're making a minimum guaranteed salary of $50,000 to play video games for six weeks. Uh, let's see, the additional, every I guess the way the season breaks down is every five weeks, there's going to be like a title match for that part of the season. Uh, the teams that win those are going to be splitting a $125,000 prize pool. So however you do depends on how much money you make. Um, yeah, and then in July, the grand finals, the top six teams, so half of them are not going to make it to the finals in July. The top six teams are competing for a $1 million prize pool. They'll be splitting up. Um, 
so again, over the course of 20 weeks, uh, you know, there's a lot of money throwing, changing hands for these teams to show up and play. Um, they are playing twice a week, Wednesday through Saturday. They'll play two matches for a total of 40 matches over the 20-week season. The teams are a minimum of six players, a maximum of 12 players on a team. Um, so... I must have missed this is, invitation. This is, this is what we were training for for the last 20 years, though, Steve. To, somehow we uh, got left out because... I play Overwatch. Though. Yeah, yeah that's me true. too. I've, I've, Take I've been it playing Overwatch a, a lot, and uh, I think I'm pretty decent. Uh, I'm going to guess that you're going to find out over the next six months that you're not as good as you thought you were. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I guess... And this is the, uh, the inaugural season. They're saying that... Uh, Teams can buy in in future seasons. If you have a city that has a group of people that play and you want to represent your city, it's only $15 million to buy into the league. That's it? Uh, that's all. <laughs> yeah, so I guess they're trying to make it, you know, kind of another, you know, it's esports, electronic sports, but they're trying to make it yeah. mainstream. So who forts the bill for that? Well, I think what I saw was this first season, it's both – uh, Blizzard, the company that makes the game, and ESPN, because they're going to televise some of these matches uh, over the course of this season. So ESPN's ponying up a little bit of money, and the company that made the game is ponying up a lot of money, I'm guessing, and, and letting teams buy in. And you know, if, well, That's what I mean, though. The teams have to pay $15 million? No, Well, it, like, for example, if we wanted to start the, the Ozark Overwatch team, I don't know what you'd call us. Somebody will tell us. <laughs> Hashtag be our hookers. The others are be our hookers. And double dip dildos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the Springfield Club. Uh, yeah, you have to pay fifteen million dollars to get into the league, and then they register you, and you're. So what do you? I mean, the players couldn't come up with that kind of money. I mean, oh no, you would need a like. It would need to be like the Bass Pond Pro. Shit. Yeah. Because they wear their jerseys while they're you playing games. Shirt on, playing video games. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so it's it's like NASCAR or anything else. Yeah, yeah. You get your sponsors. And Man, are they going to get fifteen million dollars worth of advertisement <laughs> out of that? It depends on uh, you're gonna. It's going to need a prime time spot on ESPN. I mean, I'm is thinking. This like a. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. No, go ahead. Uh, our country or like the whole world? This is a global thing. So like I know uh, there's 12 teams in 11 cities because I know Los Angeles has two teams, I saw. So like Los Angeles has two teams. New York has a team. uh, I think Houston, Chicago. But then there's also London, Paris, Shanghai, Shanghai, uh, Seoul, I think. Best Pro, let's say, does $5 million worth of advertising here. Could potentially want to do another five to six over in Shanghai. Want to do a right. So that fifteen million is being be a seen a lot, really, right. compared to what they would have to pay for each country to get right. There. So yeah, the way I think it's set up, the way I understood it is there's twelve teams, so there's two groups of six, and each season you're playing the five teams. I think in your group because it's a five week season. So if you're in a group of six, you're playing those other five teams once. And then there's like some kind of a mini championship for that five week part of the season. They do that four times. And then I guess the teams with the, the six teams with the best records come together in July and then they play for more money. But the fact that these guys are making, forget all that. <laughs> these guys are making $50,000 for six months of work. So to speak, if you want to call it work, that's crazy. Yeah. And they're playing, they're, they're playing, Team, you know, official games twice a week. So, so fifty thousand each, or is yeah, a team? fifty thousand each. I believe that's what it said. Yeah, players. Yes, esports get uh, nineteen 
nice chunk of change. Yeah, so fifty thousand dollars, you know, in LA is not going to go as far as it would here, but still, you know, for six months, that's six months out of the year they can go do something else, you know. Well, shit, I made about fifty thousand this year, so <laughs> yeah, and I work my <laughs> exactly seven days a week, working sometimes sixteen, seventeen hours a day. So you yeah, should have been I spending can't. that time playing video games. Yeah, no, I can't. I don't like video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Odin's in training. I'm in training. <laughs> this is part of my team. This is going to be our, my livelihood. So <laughs> the only way he can shut me up is if he actually does make money. If not, we can give him shit. Yeah. So we, uh, yeah, we're gonna have to. Uh, as we talk about, you know, we've talked about some video game stuff. We need to start be thinking about some of that too. If we put yeah. together some teams to play, now, not this, competitively. Console-based tournaments, or is this? PC? I believe it's console-based, but I'm not. Don't quote me on that. I didn't know. It did because that. yeah, if it's if they're all playing on Xbox, and maybe Microsoft might be throwing some money at it. If they're all playing yeah. on PlayStation, then Sony might be throwing some money at it too. Yeah, well, even if it. they're playing on multiple ones, that's multiple companies putting. Well, yeah, yeah, so, that's yeah. true. Man, this thing must be making like billions of dollars. Yeah, but I imagine. Well, yeah, they're, I'm sure they're making plenty. They have not set themselves up to lose money. I'm sure of that. Well, yeah, no. but I guess they're renting out stadiums and like they'll have it on the big board, you know, at the arenas and stuff as these teams are playing. And are you shitting me? I'm not shitting well, you. They do the same thing with like Call of Duty. Yeah, they, they do like those, that. but I guess these guys are going all out, like booking Some big arenas. Don't pay like they're going to like a football game, but. They're, They're sitting there watching people play video games. Yeah, yeah it's like a sport. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thanks. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Think of it like this: the players only get a fraction of what the football players get. Oh yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, they're not having to do any. What do, what do they, order some more pizza and beer. You know, they're not in training. They're not. Yeah, they're not working hard. Yeah. They probably don't drug test them either. I'm sure they don't. That's amazing to me that people would show, pay good money. Probably. Good oh, I'm sure tickets are probably at least, you know, whatever it would be for, you know, going to any other event. Sure, a couple hundred bucks, easy. <laughs> yeah, parking and yeah. concessions. Yeah, I'm sure they're making, you know, then I'm, they'll have. Hotel stays and all that kind of Oh, yeah. You, you got to go buy your, you got to go buy your team's t-shirt in the lobby and, you know, oh, oh yeah. yeah. The Bass Pro Shop shirt. Uh-huh. Man, I am living life wrong. <laughs> we are. We, we have clearly got to be spending more time playing video games and dicking around and turning oh, our dicking around into sure, the next major like school. <laughs> Chris said, who works more than three days a week, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clearly we're doing it wrong. So those are the big headlines from this week. Um, in other news, the other headline for this week, it's been fucking cold around here. <laughs> and it's been a lot colder elsewhere. Where they've been getting feats of snow. And you've seen the videos of guys taking boiling water outside and chucking it in the air. And it's frozen before oh, it hits man. the ground. It was and- like... 40, 41 yesterday. Yeah. And I like had my window down driving. <laughs> Just, yeah, so did I. I, like, I looked up for a second. I was like, it's only 41. I got the window <laughs> down like it's 78 outside. Yeah. It's heat wave. <laughs> it is. But it's, uh, we, you know, it's been cold here, but not as cold as it's been in some places. Yeah. But, uh, but our troubles, even as cold as it's been, have not been the troubles they've had uh, in Miami Beach, Florida. From the Associated Press, Miami Beach, it is so cold in Florida that iguanas are falling from their perches in suburban trees. <clears throat> from the Associated Press, again, I'll read, and you guys just stop me and jump in anytime you feel like yeah, that's it. That's not that much to Have you been to Florida? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you not walked around and had them fall off the awning? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently they're falling off, but they're... Uh, 
they're not scrambling away when you brush at them. Uh, temperatures, temperatures dip below 40 degrees Fahrenheit, 5 degrees Celsius, early Thursday in parts of South Florida, according to the National Weather Service in Miami. That's chilly enough to immobilize green iguanas common to Miami suburbs. Palm Beach Post columnist Frank Sarabino, and I apologize, Frank, if I screwed that up, uh, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> tweeted a photo of an iguana lying belly up next to his swimming pool. Uh, WPEC TV posted images of an iguana on its back on a Palm Beach County road. The cold-blooded creatures native to Central and South America start to get sluggish when temperatures b- fall below 50 degrees. Well, maybe that was a sexy pose. No one really stopped that. <laughs> you never know. Uh, said uh, Kristen Summers, who oversees the non-native fish and wildlife program for Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. If temperatures drop below that, the iguanas freeze up. It's too cold for them to mood, Summers said. They're not the only reptiles stunned by this week's cold snap. Sea turtles often stif- also stiffen up whenever temperatures fall. The Wildlife Commission's biologists have been redu- rescuing excuse me, uh, cold-stunned sea turtles found floating listless- listlessly, say that five times fast, on the water or near shore, but no such rescue is planned for the iguanas. This is the part that, uh, that I enjoy here. Well-meaning residents finding stiffened iguanas are advised to leave them alone as they may feel threatened and bite once they warm up. Don't assume that they're dead, Summers said. So don't go scooping up <laughs> your, your stiff iguanas and then uh, throwing them in a bag and stick them in your dumpster because well, at some point they're going to warm up. Hey, I had a pet iguana. You used to win them at the Springfield Fair. Yeah. You got the ping pong ball in the center of all of the deals. Yeah. So I paid the kid 20 bucks to put my ping pong ball in there and give me the fucking iguana. Yeah. And he did. So yeah. then I was carrying this iguana around on a little leash doing the thing. And, uh, <laughs> Dad and Jana, they're like, you can't keep that thing. I'm like, fuck, I'd fucking pay <laughs> I paid $20 for it. I didn't say I would pay $20 for it. No. I want that shit. That's a tame one as well. You didn't get a wild one. <laughs> it was a baby, so it was just a little bitty, but it got pretty big. Yeah. And I my friends are going to got big. He's an asshole. Oh, yeah. Man, that thing was mean. You try to do anything, they take his tail back. Why? Then try to be back. Like, piss off, then. I'm not going to feed you. <laughs> well, well, I can see a bunch of people grabbing these things, throwing them in their dumpster, thinking, oh, well, a bunch of dead iguanas. And then, like, it's, then it gets warm, and yeah, your dumpster starts. Ah! Yeah. You go throw your, your stuff out, and you open it up, and there's. A bunch of iguanas come jumping out at you. Or the poor people now have something they can sell. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Go out. collect them all and take them to the guys yeah, that are running the big ca- cage full of iguanas. <laughs> I got these iguanas, man. <laughs> Best year ever. Uh, green iguanas are an invasive species in Florida known for eating through landscaping and digging burrows that undermine the infrastructure. So digging burrows that undermine infrastructure. I can see like all these iguanas that you threw in your trash can in the city getting out and fucking digging underneath a building or something. The building collapses because of the frozen iguanas. Giant iguanas down in Mexico, man. I mean, they could... Well, these are the same ones. They came up through Mexico. Okay, so the big ones yeah. are the ones that are flipped over? Well, no. I don't know that they're that big, but they get that big, I guess. These little yeah, ones that are... some that can get like four feet. Or yeah. Like, that says here... The, oh, the, the yeah, the, well, no, the body's four feet long. Sure but it gets like seven. Sure looks like Komodo Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
giant well, According to the AP, they can grow over five feet long, and their droppings can be a potential source of salmonella bacteria, which causes food poisoning. So don't be handling your iguana don't shit. Don't be licking those. <laughs> Uh, the Wildlife Commission has begun holding workshops to train homeowners and property managers to trap or manage iguanas. Well, what the fuck you got to train them for? They're laying upside down, frozen in your yard. You don't have to, what kind of training do you need for that? Pick them up? How about use that precious time you're training people just pick the fuckers up? <laughs> exactly. It doesn't sound like it's that hard. All you need is a shovel and a bucket. Yeah. They're not moving. And when you get them into the heated truck, though, boys, it's going to come alive. Well, I guess. That's no longer my problem. <laughs> All of a sudden, that's your problem. That is the People coming to collect them. Says so the reptiles may be easier to catch this week, Summer said. Yeah, because you can just go out there and scoop them up, apparently. Uh, this provides an opportunity to capture some, but I'm not sure it's going to be cold enough for long enough to make enough of a difference, she said. That would be Summer's. In most cases, they're going to warm back up and move around again unless they're euthanized. Well, maybe set up a thing where you're just not picking up one a day. Maybe pick up 50 or 60 well, and you probably get that lake. And they're worried about them, you know, being invasive and they're going to thaw out and be assholes again. Why not just pick them up and just beat them over the, you know, take them and whack their heads on take something? Your probably, be like, there could be they're only one. Protected. You probably can't just beat them. Well, no, they're non, they are a non native, they're invasive species. They're trying to catch them and get rid of them. There's so those big fucking uh, yeah, rats they have down there. You got the reptile tree huggers or whatever you call them. They're going to be bitching if they. Well, they're busy them. hugging the alligators that you can't do anything about down there. <laughs> you can't. You can't do a damn thing with an alligator if it comes in See, your. There's, but there's a lot. Uh, you can buy tags to hunt alligators down there. Right, but you can't. If one comes in through your doggy door, you can't. You're not allowed to do anything about it. You have yeah, to call animal control and. Uh, done property damage, I think. No, more, no, I don't so think you can. They're more worried about those rats down there than they are the. Yeah. Even the alligators. Now, if an alligator comes up, they're you're like, going to okay, know it. Great, we'll do it. But these rats, man, they're like the size of medium-sized dogs now. They're big yeah. rats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really let's shit. see. Are uh, those the like the nutrias? Or whatever that we got here, we have some. I don't know. Like half-ass water rats here. I see them all the time fishing. And these things are. They're these shy. things come up from Cuba or something like that. I can't remember where they came from, but somewhere down there. And I mean, they're they're like. I mean, their bodies are like that. And they stand about this tall. Yeah, the, we got some nutria here that the conservation won't admit to, but I've seen them multiple times. Yeah. They're just huge rats that swim. We'd be out there fishing, and a rat swim by you. They're giant. Yep, there's, plenty enough food somewhere man they're gonna get big oh so yeah that's probably got they've got a source maybe fish turtles stuff like that yeah. they're eating yeah uh two-week cold snap with temperatures below 40 degrees in 2010 killed off many iguanas along with burmese pythons holy fuck they got burmese pythons in florida yeah. really oh yeah i knew they had like florida type snakes but i didn't know they had burmese pythons you know burmese pythons are from burma which is why i was asking why they have them in florida originally then they got released into the wild and just repopulated yeah people are like oh i can't take care of this let's just throw that out yeah oh shit i'm never going to florida people down there up there where they used to send them out on the iceberg we just send them to florida and let them trouser snakes you're different Dipping pythons. Yeah. That's what you need to call yours, the dipped yeah. python. Yeah. Well, 
that's the big 12 inch. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the double dip python. <laughs> uh, Burmese pythons and other invasive pests that thrive in South Florida's subtropical climate. Those populations have since rebounded. So a bunch of iguanas and pythons died out, but they're back. They're, there's more of them than, than yeah, there I were can't. before. Iguanas, pythons, saber-toothed tigers. They got <laughs> what the fuck ever. <laughs> What's the deal with that, too? Who keeps a reptile for a pet? They're cold-blooded. They're Love fucking. People, they're nasty. They're, oh, they're, I mean, I've had oh, that's dragons. Nasty. But they're, but yeah, I don't see any redeeming quality in a having a reptile as a pet. No, they're kind of cool. Well, yeah, they're kind of cool, but that's about it. Why would you want to keep a pet? The kids get tired of them, then you just have to sell them to somebody. <laughs> you throw them outside, and they repopulate, and all of a sudden you got Burmese pythons and frozen yeah, iguanas you're, jumping you're, out your tree. Wild, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you can't really let them out. I mean, when I was little, my dad had a boa constrictor, and they used to crawl up and sleep with me in bed. And it never tried to right, no. crush me or anything. Well, no, you know? if you're big enough, it's, it's not going to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it never did anything like that. So, it, I mean, it was fun. But, I mean, I couldn't imagine having a lizard running yeah. around the house. Those things are too unpredictable. When they wrap around your head, why don't you just bite the fucking hole inside of them? I never could understand people that died from something like that. They get around your whole face and everything. Just bite a hole in them. They're going to let you go. Well, you may not be able to get a hold of them. Maybe like trying to bob for apples. You can't get a good grip on a... Are we talking about lizards or snakes? Snake. Well, it's on those, they're simultaneously crushing your body. So your mind is thinking more of what's happening is overloaded. So you don't have the peace of mind to like walk over to the knife drawer, grab a knife and slit, you know, slice the back of its head. Yeah. Or back of its neck where all the nerves are at. You know, you're not thinking about that. You're, oh my God, oh my God. So you're breathing heavy. And then as it's contracting, you're breathing out and it's sucking you further in. Yeah. there's not a lot of time. I mean, they get in there. They get the job done. It's not like they're sitting there for hours just squeezing you. They're, yeah. You know, My wife's terrified of snakes. You know, the best way to avoid that situation is not to go to fucking Florida, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, elsewhere in Florida, the effects of a brutal winter storm rolling up the East Coast were less exotic. Well, no shit. They don't have pythons and iguanas running around the East Coast. So that is the other news for this week. Uh, this week in pop culture history, January 1st, 1995, the last syndicated Farside cartoon by Gary Larson ran in newspapers. That cartoon ran uh, from 1985 to 95. It was one of my favorites growing up. I loved the Farside. Oh, yeah, the calendars were always on my... At the page a day. Oh, yeah. Still read newspapers? Well, they did back in 95, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the people or they didn't in 95. That's why he quit making the comics for newspapers because nobody's reading them. People like the smell of them. They just like the I think they, rustling and the smell it's of the, the newspaper. It's almost the freeway for like cat litter. You know, you put we, them at the bottom of your box, you just unwrap them. And then, we yeah. use them for in the garden and stuff to cover. But, but we, the way we justify it is we just get the weekend paper because it's the only time we got to read them. And uh, we get enough in coupons out of it. You know, If you find two $1 coupons, you've paid for your newspaper. So the printing... The printing press is now funding the bloat-in insulation company. Oh, to use the old yeah. newspaper? Well, yeah. See, that's all they do is they use recycled newspapers right. ground up for your bloat-in insulation. So initially, the printing company is paying for your pro- insulation yeah, pro- and your cat People litter. People are huh? buying them for uh, making their fire logs, too. Oh, yeah. 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 Compressed. Yeah. 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 Use a little wax to help. Yeah. 
in ni- uh, January 3rd, excuse me, 1983, Plinko was added to The Price is Right is the, uh, in the roundup of games. It's my favorite game. We've talked that. about the Plinko. We talked about the taking the snow days and watching The Price is Right or the sick days from school. So, uh, well, 19- if yeah. you look at it, I mean, think of how many, like, I know at car shows, like if O'Reilly's doing a the thing, they have like a Plinko game you can play. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants play. to play it, yeah. You know, they have the Plinko when you, uh, you can get on Price is Right in Branson. Oh, yeah. Once a year, I think. Yeah, they do it down there. But, yeah, everybody wants to do it because everybody thinks they can win it. Everybody thinks they know the trick. <laughs> Nobody wants to admit the fact that it's just going to bounce where it's going to bounce. Everybody thinks they know the trick to, to getting it in the middle. And if it's 100% random. And if, and if anybody knew the trick to getting it in the middle, they number one, wouldn't have the Plinko game. Uh, this is the best of 50. <laughs> yeah, shot, yeah so. exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then we'd see a lot more people winning if that was the case. Uh, January 5th, 1889, the word hamburger first appeared in in print in the Walla Walla Union, the Walla Walla Washington newspaper, the first time anybody talked about those chunks of ground beef as a hamburger. So that I thought that was interesting. Thought we'd include that. Huh. And six years later, the cartoon was started in <laughs> <laughs> about hamburgers. In uh, January sixth, which is today, nineteen ninety four. So what is that? Thirteen, fourteen years ago today, uh, Nancy Kerrigan got her knees busted up by uh, some hired thugs for Tanya Harding. She got Tanya Harding. <laughs> Yeah, everybody remembers that. That was if you were alive back that then. That only got her fame, not misfortune. Who, Harding? No. Or Kerrigan? No, Harding, I guess. Yeah. She's been in like... Oh, they just had a movie just came yeah. out last in the last year. Yeah, yeah like, I just lost something that was new uh, that referenced it. So. Guest star roles after all that. Oh, yeah. All comedy movies and shit. So she only, if she hadn't have done that, she'd be noted. Yeah, because she ended up finishing nowhere near. And if Tony Harding would have just waited a little bit longer, Kerrigan screwed herself by talking shit at the Disney parade. Yep. I didn't even realize the Olympics were this year. Yeah, like next Winter month. Olympics. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't even know that until last night. We were watching the figure skating turned, or something. It actually turned on local television yeah. for like the first time Because it's not as month. popular as the... And I was, they were doing the preliminary stuff. So yeah, nobody like, nobody really cares about that except for the people that participate in it and their families. Jamaican bobsled team. I do like bobsled. I like watching that. I like the skiing stuff. That's pretty fun to watch sometimes. Yeah, I don't. When they bust oh. their ass, <laughs> it is fun. Yeah. Well, well that's, that's like wide really world of sports cool. type stuff there. You yeah. don't see much of that in the Olympics. It was back when it was. People aren't watching NASCAR. When they, or the when the <laughs> Ooh, did you see him drive? Yeah. <laughs> They're waiting for the wreck. I know. What was that? Uh, what was that show we used to watch? It was uh, something about horrible defeats or something. Like yeah, that. I, yeah. It was like a videotape that or something. Cheers guy or no? It wasn't Cheers. No. Uh, coach. Yeah. The, the head guy on the show, Coach. It was narrating a video. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was on VHS. That we had for some reason. Hilarious, man. Oh yeah, all the wipeouts and oh, yeah. people that busting guy their ass. That horse, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The guy that goes face first into the side of that. Yeah, I remember that stuff. Brutal. And then a week from tomorrow, tomorrow being Sunday, on January 7th, 2004, the long national nightmare began when The Apprentice premiered on NBC. Um, so 14 years later, yeah. the, uh, the reality star is the president. He's your boy. You bet. <laughs> so that's what's going on in pop culture history this week. Uh, let's see. We're going to jump into uh, what we're looking forward to in the weeks to come in 2018. Um we are going to be talking about what we're looking forward to. If anybody's made any kind of uh, pop culture, entertainment, uh, New Year's resolutions, we're going to go into those. Uh, you can send us your what you're looking forward to in 2018 and your entertainment and pop culture New Year's resolutions. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at... 
PGTC podcast. You can use the hashtag Pop Goes the Culture podcast. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pop Goes the Culture podcast. You can email us what you're looking forward to in 2018 at Pop Goes the email at gmail.com. And you can find links to all of that and more at www.pgtcpodcast.com. And we are very appreciative. So we're really nice to your comments. We don't Mostly. Think- Lindsay didn't comment this week, I noticed. I don't know. We kind of <laughs> old, old Jacob over the coals. Yeah. Sorry about that, Jake. Jake, you should have sent that in this week because this, yeah. this is the week we are asking for your, uh, well, what Jacob you're looking for. Well, Jacob is kind of a, he know, Dusty knows, you knew him, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So no, no, he's stranger. A, that's okay to <laughs> razz somebody we know, but. Well, Lindsay didn't. <laughs> Lindsay didn't. <laughs> I don't know who he is. Some redhead kids. All I know, Just knocking on our door, asking for handouts. So what was your guys' uh, New Year's resolutions? Well, related to pop culture, or just in general. It doesn't matter. It just in general. In general, or self. I'm gonna. I gotta knock off about 25, 30 of these pounds I put back on over the last couple of years. I keep mine realistic. Like, well, so do I. So That's realistic. I, 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 I mean, 7,500. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So mine was really simple and realistic to try to put my seatbelt on every time I drive. There you go. Because... That's something I hardly ever do. And I've had 10 seatbelt tickets since I've been driving. And it doesn't seem to phase me. So these seatbelt tickets are only 10 bucks. <laughs> if they make them like 150, you'll probably only get one before you start wearing it. Yeah. They're only $10. So you're like, shit, I spend $10 every two days on cigarettes. So I'll just send it off and not pay it. But I'm going to try to put it on. Every Hopefully time. no law enforcement. They're They're watching for him. And it's like, dude, are we really going to bother writing him another ticket? He's not going to put it on. Kitty, how about you? Uh, New Year's resolutions I usually don't do. I mean, there's things that I consciously want to do, you know, but I don't because I think you're putting you're setting yourself up for failure that if maybe you don't achieve them within the first X amount of whatever, then you're like, oh, I can't do it. You know, it's kind of like one of those things of, well, I'm going to wait and on January 1st, I'm going to start eating healthy. It's like, well, it's November. You can <laughs> you start. Start. Go ahead and start now. If you start eating healthy in December, you still, you've still done it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah if you did, a little later. <laughs> if you I start, if wait. next New Year's Eve you decided to just have one glass, yeah, just yeah. if you start doing stuff like that, I think you set yourself up for. Well, I'm gonna eat like shit over the weekend because on Monday I'm gonna start eating good. Right. Well, then shit happens, especially if you got kids and stuff. And oh, you're yeah. like, oh crap, we gotta run here, we gotta run here. Well, let's just get McDonald's tonight, but then tomorrow I'm gonna do you know. Oh stuff yeah. Like that. Well, so sometimes it's it, it is easier just to do McDonald's if everybody has something going on. You know, you got to run one kid here. You got to run another one here. Somebody's got a, you know, a concert going on, and you know, people are getting off work, and we got 30 minutes to figure out. You know, somebody's got to be here, so it's just it's a lot easier just to drive through the McDonald's drive-through, let them eat to the next event. Then you can't, you don't have time to plan out a meal. It's yeah, just, we fall into the, you know, with her working and then doing the quilting and. I have, you know, I've been all day working on hats, and I know I'm going to be up till 2 in the morning clearing them and stuff like that. Then I'll just be like, let's just go get a pizza, or let's go get, you know, Hardee's is right down the road from us. I was like, let's go get one of their $5 meals and just, you know, keep it cheap at least, you know, yeah. so we're not blowing our wad on that kind of stuff. But Fall victim to the 4 for 4 at Wendy's a lot. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's a good deal. Yeah. And McDonald's is raising the prices up because of the hamburger. Because <laughs> <laughs> the hamburger is running off with the bags of cheeseburgers. Yeah. 
Well, somebody paid for those. He didn't run. He didn't rob them from the store. I know. He robbed where them from he the. Gonna, where is he going to strike next? I, who knows? Yeah, that's a, for me. I just kind of did the trying to eat a little better, get yeah, exercise, yeah, eat, eat a little better, move a little dieting, better. Though. Everybody goes. I'm not so much dieting. I'm just need to. I need to make sure that when I'm done, I'm done instead of coming back later and grabbing a handful of this and a handful of that. That's the easiest way is to just eat one time instead of seconds. Or it's yeah, a lot of people's problems. You think you're really hungry, but if you just wait at 30 more minutes, you're probably you're probably not. Yeah, well, I know how to lose the weight. I've done that before. I just yeah, got now. I got now some of those good habits and picked up some bad ones. Then and you got yeah. into like the skinny crackhead weight, which wasn't healthy either. Yeah, no, I know. That's why I'm not trying to get down to a little skinny crackhead weight you, again. You did though. Yeah, I know. That's because that cracks good stuff. Skinny man, I was like, wow. He looks like a meth head there for a little bit. He's just now about right. But cocaine is a hell of a drug. But uh, yeah, no, I know. I got. I know where I was good at, and that's why I got to get back down to that good spot. I know what felt good and what was easy. You know where I where I was feeling the best. So I just got to get back down there. You know, when I was boxing, I was I was about one ninety eight. Yeah, and I was benching four twenty, and you know, nineteen inch arms and stuff. So I was in killer shape and stuff, and I felt great. I was. I mean, I wasn't shredded, but I was right. pretty close back then. I know that I can't get there anymore. Right. You know, or maybe I could. I mean, I see people in their 40s all the time in amazing shape, but have they always been athletic their right. whole life? It's not like they were 500 pounds for 40 years. And <laughs> all of a sudden, like, hey, I'm going to, yeah. You know, so. But, I I mean, I am, I'm trying to get in better shape. We're trying to eat better. We're doing a lot of the, um, my wife's doing a lot of the um, apothecary stuff. So, yeah, we're putting mother nature good stuff in us now so that, that's making a difference so. yes get heavier in the wintertime but in the summertime i could take you with me every single day in the summer. <laughs> you will drop a hundred <laughs> you will drop it you just you don't yeah. have a choice when you're mowing there's no you don't get a choice in the matter you don't eat because you're you're busy you're hot as shit and you're exhausted <laughs> just no time to eat and you'll just literally drop the weight. You only eat like a mouse every single day. Because you're too hot and sick to eat anything. You drop 30 pounds in a month just because you're just going, going, going. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get back around 185 or so. That's where I was at my best. sweet spot. For you? I haven't, well, I haven't, got, I haven't got below 200. I can get down to about, in the summertime, I'd get right around 205-ish. And I'm like, I need some fucking cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting skinny like that. <laughs> There you go. So what do you guys have for uh, 2018? Looking forward to 2018. What are you guys looking forward to in the new year? Kenny, you want to lead us off? I see you got a big list there. Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, I, again, we were supposed to write shit. <laughs> yeah. What is my question? <laughs> he sent it in the thing. <laughs> Who reads the thing? <laughs> I do. I, I always respond. Apparently, Kenny does. <laughs> I, I only see the pictures every once in a while. I'm like, perverts? <laughs> the double dildos. You're the uh, one saying those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh... For me, you know, I, I don't necessarily care about the pop culture stuff of what's Beyonce doing, what's, right? You know, stuff like this. Celebrity so gossip. Me, yeah, for me, it's the what's coming on, maybe to the movies or something, where I can get out of the house for a few hours and stuff like that. So, like, of course, I want to see all the, you know, Marvel stuff coming out, Black Panther, Deadpool two, Avengers stuff like that, but. Like, I, did, I saw the uh, trailer for the new Tomb Raider. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that or not, but that looks amazing. That looks, I mean, with all the uh, visual effects and stuff. And then uh, the uh, 
redo of uh, Death Wish with Bruce Willis in it. Right. I don't know if you've seen that or yep. not either, but that looks a lot of shoot 'em up. And that's I haven't what seen a trailer for it, but I what you just said sounds cool as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Willis and Death Wish. I didn't understand what it was. You know, I thought it was just a Bruce Willis boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Then at the end, it's Death Wish. I was like, oh, okay, he's doing the Bronson thing. Yeah. So, and it, it does look good. Same premise, you know, stuff. Yep. And it's it's a lot of him just, you know, I'm an average Joe who some shit happened and. Now I'm going to go kill a bunch of, you know. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Vigilante <laughs> yep. style. It, it's really cool. And then, you know, they've been hitting a lot of the Bronson remakes, too. Who? Uh, what was the one they did recently did with uh, Jason Statham? With Was it the, I can't, oh, names uh, escaping me now. The Mechanic? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, too. Yeah, I, so for I whatever reason, the Bronson the, stuff is. I've never seen the original. Yeah. Bronson's yeah. something you got to. you got to be in the right state of mind for it, yeah. Yeah, because Bronson can uh, get dark in a hurry. Man, <laughs> yeah, you know, and he and yeah, a lot of his stuff is. But he was the quintessential badass. You know, he was he bad. was the every guy badass yeah. when when everybody else was you know going for the the big arms and you know the muscle. You know, you're talking about you know Schwarzenegger or you know the, you know Stallone, those kinds of guys that were getting he ripped. He was up. he just he was just a guy with a you got him on the wrong day. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, he's got a gun and he's gonna finish what he started. Yeah, I mean, if you really know a lot, of, like if you got into a lot of fights or something i did when i was younger and you realize that it's the big dudes i never was scared of a big dude because those guys are so used to being intimidating people right that they get by on that people are like oh i don't want to fight a big guy big guys are some of the easiest dudes to beat their ass because they're just you hit them they're like oh, i've never been hit before or they not as much you right know? and also learning how to put someone down and stuff like that helps too but you know, it's those little guys those little guys feel like they're backed into a corner and they're dangerous. And they've been there their whole life, <laughs> and, and they're gonna. And they're, and they are probably putting ten years of frustration behind <laughs> that fight, you know. Yeah. So they're they're scary dudes. So you get those average guys. You know, if you we knew some Navy SEALs growing up and stuff, and to look at them, they were just average dudes. But these guys were killing machines. Yeah. You know, and it's. And they're so unassuming, so that's why I see characters like Bruce Willis. I was always a fan of because he was that everyday. He was the Charles Bronson of right. our, us growing up. You know that you're like, okay, he's not big and muscular. He's not. He does get his ass kicked from time to time, <laughs> but you know that there's he can do it. He looks like a tough dude. You know, yep. so that's why I always dig his stuff. But uh, I want to see. I don't know if you saw the uh, trailer for the current war. Which is it? What is it? The current war. Uh-uh, I haven't seen it. It's uh, the story of Tesla and Edison. Oh, cool. And okay. it looks like they're telling some truth on Edison. Oh, good, finally. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, if you're, I, know, I guess that's a nerdy thing that I'm into, you know. But oh, yeah. To, to uh, realize what Tesla did for this country and got no recognition. Oh, yeah. The stuff and, that he was talking about is stuff that we're still figuring out how to make happen today yeah what an evil evil prick edison, <laughs> edison was yeah i mean i don't know if you know much about it dusty but like i know i know quite a bit about tesla not really edison much. well edison would take farm animals like cows horses dogs and stuff around to the different fairs and stuff and electrocute them electrocute them to death <laughs> they did an elephant that was one of the uh, there was a day in the history i skipped it but yeah there was one of the days of this week that uh was the day was 
the day that he took it was an elephant that had killed somebody so like it was a circus elephant that had killed its trainer or something smashed yeah. it but yeah he uh, took it out and executed it by electrocution to show people to show the dangers of and the power of electricity yeah i guess i don't i guess i don't see anything wrong with that i mean they're going to kill that elephant anyways they always do they always put the elephants down we electrocute people when they kill somebody do we not yeah but he was not doing it with all with killers though he was grabbing other horses and and dogs dogs. yeah if it was if it was the if it was the dog that you knew had bit somebody and world broadcasted executions right on tv there would be less crime i don't know because i mean let's just say i'm kind of with you on this one dude i I don't know serious if so he killed an elephant electrocuted it in front of a bunch of people okay it shows the power of electricity blah 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 but i'm telling you if you do that same thing in on national tv People are going to think twice about snatching them fucking hamburgers. I don't think I don't think they are because if you look at the statistics, and I have, it's not the severity of the punishment that tends to deter crime. It's the certainty of punishment that tends to deter crime. It's not getting a mandatory life sentence for a crime with a gun that causes people to not use guns. It's knowing that you can't plea out of. A sentence so if you have a gun. I'm thinking though that's that fits that though because if you know that you will get electrocuted and that's die, the thing though is that if we increase the number we're going we're going way <laughs> off topic here. <laughs> no, if, you, really, if you if you <laughs> if you if you if you say that we're going to execute if you say that we're going to execute on live television, what you're going to have happen is you're going to have fewer executions. Just, well, just, just, to- just, 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 just statistically, if you say that we're going to go with a more severe type of penalty, you're going to have fewer of those penalties carried out because there are going to be so many more opposition. So There's going to be more. It, you're you're better off not having a few severe examples. You're better off having more less severe certain examples that you can't plea down from. I don't know, man. If you if just, I can, if I can rape somebody and get slapped on the wrist and have to spend six months in prison, then well, I was on a freaking vacation for six months. I'm going to do it again, right? But, but if I know that I'm going to get killed uh, because I raped that. Person. Let me just say this: we are getting away from what right, we do, <laughs> right. So let me stop you right there, and I will go back to this. He wasn't killing the elephant because he was being noble and right. know, this elephant killed someone so we must kill it too. No. <laughs> it was the sole purpose of trying to prove that that electricity was dangerous that current was dangerous and to for the, nothing else but to prove Tesla was a bad person. It had nothing yeah, to it do was, with right or wrong of the elephant or He whatever. was trying to say that, yeah, was, Tes- was that. Tesla was a jackass because he was dealing with forces beyond his... podcasts on time <laughs> yeah. travel and all kinds of shit. Well, that's why I was stopping us. Yeah. We were getting into what we yeah. want to talk about on here. But, yeah. But, uh, no, it, it, was, it was for him. It was, it was, he was trying to prove that electricity was bad only because he had a beef with Tesla and he knew that at some point... It would come back and benefit him. I mean, there's a reason. There's a reason Edison's name's on everything because he knew how to market himself and tear down everybody else. So, yeah, I mean, it's no different than Alexander Graham Bell paying the right, you know, patent person to uh, make make sure that his patents get. Yeah, but uh, okay, moving on. uh, (laughs) Way to go, Kitty! (laughs) Way to sidetrack a podcast. All because of your notes. Still looks like a cool movie. If you see Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah, he plays. 
I think he plays Edison. Probably. He's kind of an asshole. But uh, then, of course, Incredibles 2. Oh, yeah. I love that first one. And then uh, this will help me transition a little bit. Uh, the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. The animated one yeah. that comes out in December, right? Yeah, that looks really good. And to transition into Netflix stuff, uh, Spider-Gwen right. is coming on. So I, I didn't know. There's only been a little trailer. Spider-Gwen? Yes, yeah, it's, it's following where Gwen Stacy was the uh, Spider-Man. I don't have. He knows idea. a little more about. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. yeah. It's set in another world where Spider-Man is not Spider-Man. There's too it's, much superhero shit. Well, it's not so much that there's too much superhero shit. Is that there's too many worlds where everybody plays around with the same stuff. There's not one Spider-Man anymore. There's 47 of them, and yeah. and it's one thing if they do like what Batman did, where there's a storyline where Batman's like. Well, one Batman's fine, but I can kind of franchise this. Uh, that'd be one thing. But, yeah, when you've got multiple versions of the same thing, that's when it kind of gets kind of squirrely to me. But uh, anyhow. I'll check it out and see what it is. But then, right, course, no, yeah, Spider-Gwen's fun. Jones and, yeah. You know, they, uh, they're they doing a Lost in Space Reboot, series yep. on there. Yeah, and that's – I always liked that when I was a little kid. I liked watching the reruns of that. And uh, – I know this is going to be weird. I'll probably get some hell for <laughs> Frozen it. Frozen 2. No. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> Queer Eye for the Straight Guy is coming back. Yeah. And uh, I used to have friends of mine that would give me such crap <laughs> watching that. Because, you know, all, all my buddies were oh, yeah. manly men, you know, stuff. And I was like, guys, you're idiots if you don't watch Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Because those guys will show you everything you need to do for your house yeah. and yourself to make sure the women love you. And I put so many of those things and I got so many compliments from girls that were like, oh my god, you have clean towels. You have this. I mean, There's not piss on this one. Yeah. You don't have <laughs> shit stains on your towels. Yeah, you know, stuff like that. Why do you have shit stains on your <laughs> towels? <laughs> okay. Well, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what would you have to do? <laughs> but, uh, wrapping up some of these things here, uh, I always used to watch Training Spaces. Yeah. That's coming back to TLC. That was when he was actually born. So I would work from 7 in the morning till uh, 4 o'clock in the afternoon at Michael's out in D.C. And then I would drive 15, 20 minutes and then do a shift at Papa John's Pizza till 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Then that would be the time he would be waking up as a baby. Right. So then I would feed him and stuff like that. So I would, that's when... That show was on. <laughs> we both like you nursed him. That's what it sounds like. That was the thing. It, was, it wasn't so much what you said. It was the bit on your nipple just to see, dude. One time, you no, won't do it again. No, but he, when he was a baby, he would sleep on my. Cause I'd fall asleep. I, I apologize to our listeners. This podcast has gone off the rails. Is there maybe questions they have too? <laughs> you uh, no, no, I've never done that. Dude, you, you won't do it again. <laughs> All right. So Dusty did. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. He's like, let me try it one time. But uh, but I like that show, so it's pretty good. Then the last couple things I had, uh, like last year, uh, Will and Grace came back. Yeah. And that I guess it's pretty popular. I love. I like the show. But uh, Roseanne's coming. Back. Right. I saw that. So that's pretty good then i know a weird thing in this on but taco bell is expanding its dollar menu this <laughs> yes year it has <laughs> 20 items 
So they're putting a hurting on uh, McDonald's and some of those others that just have. So my youngest you get twenty tacos for twenty dollars now. Yeah, you go get the big box. Well, my my eight year old is uh, for whatever reason is a. Uh, big into conspiracy stuff and it kind of she she doesn't like it she but she references it all the time for some reason she thinks that the illuminati's out there and it kind of weirds her out so when that taco bell commercials come on with the illuminati thing (laughs) she like freezes and like doesn't move like she's afraid to move or something like won't won't move till the commercial's over because i don't know but yeah it's because that's that's the culture thing for the i don't know She's a little young, but the yeah, she is, and a little too, a little too into it. Yeah, or a little too scared by it. That's all. They watch all this YouTube stuff, and they get these ideas in their head. I'm like, I'm gonna turn the internet off. (laughs) Yeah, they do. I guess she has to start talking about Freemasons and stuff like that. No, she hasn't. She hasn't. She hasn't gone down the rabbit hole. She just. (laughs) She's heard Illuminati, and for some reason, it has weirded her out, and so now she's like freaked out by the Taco Bell stuff. So kids will always Illuminati confirmed. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. Triangle. They. They jump. Oh yeah, that's what she's. Yeah, she does it all the time too. So. Yeah, that's my list. I'm sorry if it was a little long. That's all right. Way to derail us there. <laughs> go ahead, Dusty. What do you well, got? I, mean, what do you... I didn't make a list like you guys. Well, then I'll go on then. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> go, go ahead. I'm, I'm, moving on. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, the Sea of Thieves cross-platforming for the first, well, not necessarily the first time, but the first real time we'll all be able to play uh, Sea of Thieves together. So. That'll be and by we all, you mean people yeah. that don't have a PlayStation? Well, yeah. I don't have a PlayStation. haven't had a PlayStation ever. No, ever. you did for a while, didn't you? No. Well, yeah. the kids did. I didn't, yeah. I didn't have one. I played What's one. You had one when you were younger. Go ahead. It's a new open world game that's piratey. A bunch of pirates and looting and stuff like that. It looks really good. It's made by some of the guys that uh, made Fable that Lionhead Studios shut down. And they moved on and worked for Microsoft Microsoft finally put out a game uh, that we can all play together if you've got Xbox and PC. It looks really fun. Fun fact, do you know why pirates wore earrings? (laughs) There's actually two reasons for it. One of them was uh, for when they would get into cannon battles, they would stick wax on the hoops of the earrings so they could just take it off and stick it in their ears so they wouldn't... Go deaf from the cannon? Yeah, go deaf from the cannons. And then uh, the main reason for it was that um, that they were worth a lot. So if they um, died, they uh, took their earrings, melted them down, and that would pay for their burials. And they would engrave on there, like if they wanted to be buried in St. Thomas or something like that, then uh, they would have that engraved in there. And it was a pirate's code that if pirates found you washed up on a beach or something, they would melt your earrings and send your body and that would pay to send your body to. Uh, they wouldn't just Saint rob Tom. you. No, it was it was a like, like a the honor among I'm thieves sure kind of thing. You that would, you yeah. know, there's bad people and everything, but it was yeah, like an honor among thieves. So that's why they had earrings. I see. The third reason you is know because wore an eye patch. Yes, I so did. they could see it. They didn't have a fucking eye. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, actually, so they could see in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. So when they were uh, get over to the other boat, and they would go down into the galleys and stuff. They would take that patch off of that eye, and that eye would be acclimated to the dark, so they could see in the dark when they went down. I figured it's easy to look through the 
No, it was for the dark. They would. Yeah, they'd have one eye that was used to seeing daylight, and then if you go down, you'd flip it around, and you'd have the eye that was used to being dark and yep. you could see in the so dark. You'd be acclimated, and you could go right in there really? and look for people yep. and look for stuff. You guys have really searched out your pirate. The more you know. You just, I love knowledge. <laughs> I love stuff, knowledge so. is great. Did you have anything else for 2018 you're looking no, forward to? That's the only reason you're staying alive, or? Yeah, that's the reason I'm still living. All right. Yeah, right on. Whatever gets you through, man. <laughs> All right. Well, then I'll wrap it up. And some of mine are mirror some of yours uh, in games. I'm looking forward to see if these, because we'll get to play together finally again for, for the first time in years since yeah. you're not playing on the PC anymore. Uh, a couple other games look like they will be coming out in 2018. Uh, there's a sequel to Red Dead Redemption coming out. So that's supposed to be uh, second quarter. That looks like it'll be a good one. Uh, so we got Pirates and Cowboys. We're kind of living in the olden days here. Yeah. And then uh, there's a new game called Daisy that looks like it's coming out in 2018. It's not new. Well, it's the yeah the way they're setting it up is the release they're doing is but yeah it's uh it's like Player Unknown Battleground only they're also NPC zombies running wild through the right. Daisy's been out for a long time on computer. Right, but they're looking to drop it on console and cross-platform play. So, yeah, yeah that'll be it'll be fun. Yeah, because that's what built that's what Player Unknown Battleground was mm-hmm. built on, and then that turned into Fortnite, which is a ripoff of Battleground. I just can't. I, I like Fortnite, but I can't. If I want to shoot at somebody and they throw up fifty walls and run away, that's it's not as fun as just shooting them. In so, the does it take you fourteen uh, Fortnite? days to play yeah. Fortnite? Fourteen. Yeah, the matches are fourteen days long. <laughs> you're tethered to your you're playing. <laughs> Uh, in, that's in games and movies. There's a, uh, you know, there's a lot of good movies that look like they're coming out. A couple that we didn't talk about. Uh, there's a Predator reboot coming out sometime this year. I think in the fall, like September, August or September. Uh, there's the Venom movie with Tom Hardy that we've talked about. It's supposed to be in October. Yeah, I figured you would have mentioned that. Yeah. I didn't say added, Okay, so there's this game. It's called Ghost Recon Wildlands. And right. All of a sudden, they added this DLC that's like they put the Predator in the game. This game has nothing to do. Yeah, they're pre-marketing for the movie. They must be. <laughs> yeah. And that, that Predator, you don't even get to see him before you're dead. Well, no, that's how it works. <laughs> but there is... <laughs> that's a, like, there's no, I don't know that there's a way to kill him yet. I haven't... I just messed you slather him. mud all over yourself so he can't see you, and then you can't do that in the game. Well, that's for the chopper. Yeah, yeah. You can, I think he'll shoot down your helicopter if you come over. Probably didn't he have little missiles on his shoulder or something too? I don't remember. But. Yeah, or something. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen. I know it. there's some they kind of cannon on this. Into a game that has nothing to do with him. Yeah, at it's all. it's for the movie. They're getting ready. It must be. Yeah. Somehow they're tied into that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're probably marketing. Somebody spent some marketing dollars in the I was game. Say they gave them money. They put <laughs> exactly. How much money is it going to take for us to have an invincible terminator, uh, invincible predator? Invincible. People have killed him, but he's a pain in the ass. Yeah, you just got to listen for that. Oh yeah, <laughs> that follows you around through the entire game. Once you've been in the zone where it says he is, and you leave that, that sound is in your ears for the rest of the game. Really? Yeah, until you restart. Oh, that'd be, uh, I do that'd that. be annoying as hell. <laughs> you better, you're better off just to die. <laughs> yeah. Come get me. Uh, in movies, though, the big thing I'm looking for, there is a sweet spot in the calendar uh, starting with about 1st of May. Um, on May 4th, you've got the uh, Avengers Infinity War, and then the new Star Wars Han Solo movie comes out the 25th of May, and it goes into uh, the first part of June, where you've got Deadpool 2 coming out June 1st, The Incredibles 2 comes out the 15th. So there's about a six-week spot there that uh, 
that we're going to just have to camp out at the movie theater. Yeah. We're going to go out to go see, do like we did with Star Wars, go to the movies and come back and talk about it. Yeah, because it's not one of those things where it's like, yeah, if I get to see one, I get to see one. I legit want to see. Yeah, all, all of those movies better. look good, and it's and it's funny because now if you don't hit that window, you know, it used to be summer movies came out until back to school, and now it's like everything's done by the end of June. Everything, you know, they're. The big stuff is, you know, because nobody goes and sees the Transformer movies, and they all take July, it seems like. But, yeah, yeah, there's a good spot between, you know, like I said, the first part of May and middle of June where it's going to be a good time to be at the movie theater. Uh, On television, uh, you know, the the normal things that are happening, you know, Jessica Jones Season 2 is coming up soon. They've got orders for a new season of all of those Marvel shows, so at some point those will probably we'll probably see one or two more of those drop before the end of the year. Yeah, um, Iron Fist, come on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the one thing I'm really looking forward to as a Stephen King fan uh, is Castle Rock, which is going to be on Hulu. They haven't set a date yet. When we uh, were up in Kansas City in November, um, I was talking to Mark just in passing, and he said it was either going to be April or October or November. So, yeah. so hopefully we'll get a good a good solid date on that, and uh, that'll be something I'm looking forward to seeing on. So what's television. that about? It is, you know, a lot of Stephen King's books take place in one or two towns in Maine that are fictional towns that he's made up for his stories. So, you know. If he's got 20 books, you know, a dozen of them take place in the same little area. Um, so what they're doing is they're just taking all of those stories, little pieces from all those stories, and putting them together into kind of a a series that takes place in this town. So oh, okay. so if it's a Stephen King thing and you've heard of it, it's probably got some connection to that. So they've been given not everything, but they had a pretty wide slate of you can pick you know this and this from this or whatever. And it looks like they've gotten a few people that have been in some of the film and you know TV adaptations of some of those stories in the past, like Sissy Spacek, who was in the original Carrie, um, is, is going to be in it. The guy that was Pennywise in the movie is not playing the clown. He's playing a different side character but he shows up as a cameo oh, so yeah. so it looks like it'll be a lot of fun if you're familiar with those things to see and then it's a brand new story so it's a new story in that world um and then as far as you know uh, comics there is a comic book series that's going on right now you guys um, want read comics i do no i haven't read I comics i didn't even know you did. no have you not seen the Bookshelves in the living room. There's one bookshelf that's almost entirely comics. Nah, I'm not sure what a book is. Yeah, well, there I've you go. Through a couple of his graphic novels, just looking at the, I love the art of them. Yeah, I'm gonna have to start going to just graphic novels, I think, because the comics are getting too much. But uh, there's one the series that's out right now that's just a kind of a head trip. It's called Mister Miracle, set in the DC uh, comics world, and I think there's five or six of those that are out, and it's a 12 issue book so that'll wrap up sometime this year so looking forward to seeing how that wraps up because right now i have no fucking clue what's going on in that story so it'll be interesting to see how it's a really good story i just don't know what's happening so it'll be interesting to see how that all wraps up and plays out when they started uh kiss started doing comic books again yeah like a year something ago yeah that almost got me into like because it's kiss i was wanting to say and the art of it was really cool looking too so i just I want to start doing, I have a couple ideas for a comic book or a graphic novel or something like that that I think it'd be fun to do. And uh, so I'm kind of looking at those, the art style and stuff like that. Yeah. Kind of seeing how they're laid out and that before I start writing one. Just It's not something that I'm hoping, yeah, I want to take it out and I want to get it published. Right. You just want to do it for yourself and see. I just want to do it just to get it out of my head. Yep. Which is why I have tons of little art projects all over because (laughs) I have these things. Like I have 
notebooks and notebooks full of these drawings of stuff that just popped in my head at 2 a.m. Right. Just gotta, Get it out on paper. Doing, and, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it'd be fun to do. We should yep. do a Tall Tale Games. Write something up. You know, have you ever, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, the Walking Dead. Series. I didn't, haven't done that one. They had a Batman one I think I played with a little yeah, bit. I didn't go very Wolf far. Wolf Among Us and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. They, they, are they the ones doing the Minecraft ones too now? The, uh, I, think, I think so. Yeah. Those are they're kind of fun. I mean, there's yeah. not... The game itself, there's no... <laughs> it's just decision-making. Yeah. Is, yeah. Which is, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure yeah, book. So we used to whatever read. decision you make... You know, the old books were like, it's turn to page 77 if you want the chicken to die or yeah. something like that. Remember if you that? want to electrocute the elephant, turn to yeah. page 53. <laughs> yeah. Damn, if you it goes berserk, <laughs> it kills everyone, turn to page 4. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah. yeah, that's what a lot of those are. You just yep. pick which one you want and... And it's funny because it really doesn't matter what you pick. But then, <laughs> then at the very end of the game, though, it always gives you the statistics. Like, this percentage of players chose this. And, right. And then you come to find out you were, like, in the 2% that wanted the girl to die or something, you know. You're yeah. Like, Dang, you're a murderer. <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah. Oh, that seems about right. Yeah, there's, yeah those, are, those are fun. You can figure out all kinds of ways to do those. I'm just saying, if he was doing a graphic novels, we could take it one step further and do, like, a... Yeah, but then you'd have to code all that and... That's what Jacob's for. Yeah, well, it might take you a while then. Yeah. He's not a fast worker. <laughs> yeah, I got two kids that code too, so yeah. they can all do it. Get them all working on something for us. So, yeah, that's what I've got going on. I mean, outside of the normal things, hopefully we'll have a big year. I know, like I said, we're going next month up to the con in Kansas City. And part of the reason I'm reading the comics, I've got to do some research for that. I've got three panels that I'm moderating with comic book artists, so I've got to get caught up on some of those because some of those are not comics i pick up and read normally t-shirts before we go up there well we, we can get them turned around quickly we just got to get them all designed and stuff but uh hope uh, hopefully this thing will turn into a bigger deal next year i know we've got plans to try to figure out how we can do this as a live show in front of an audience so figuring out all the logistics on that and how all that plays out so growing this thing is going to be the biggest pop culture piece that i'm going to be working on for the next year or so do you do t-shirts no I thought, I've, no, I've airbrushed them. I didn't. I, didn't I, I haven't screen printed since I was in. Uh, well, no, I was in my twenties when. As I know first. people that can get us T-shirts on the cheap as long as we pick out what we want and yeah. get them done. I think we should at least for everyone, that, at least three of us, and then Jessica, and then your crew should all have. Yeah, Odin will be up there with us too. Yeah, so Odin, everybody get them. You know, if we got like ten or twelve shirts, that should be enough. Yeah, and they got to stand out. Yeah. So they're going to be like either. Like pink or yellow or something. No, not pink. <laughs> God damn pink. So, so Kenny's will be pink. Orange. Would you wear that? Yeah, that's I think. Not, I think not pink. I'd have to look at our website. I think we have a lot of yellow. We could do a bright yellow, and oh, I think our logo is pink, like the word pop or something. I, I don't have know. A pink shirt yeah. I wear all the time. Well, we can change that. <laughs> Wait a minute. You watch Queer Eye, but you won't wear a pink shirt. Nah, he's too masculine for that. <laughs> well, it's because they're teaching you're you breastfeeding your child at 3 a.m. and watching queer you to, you know, be a better man and not be a slob and stuff like that. It's not, you know, putting makeup on you. And there's anything wrong with that. I have no problem with any of that because that's not my thing. I've only done that. Like three, I only did that three times. So. We're not saying that's wrong. No, anybody who knows me knows I'm a huge supporter of all that stuff, but it's. I was raised by my grandparents who were in that time of, you know, yeah, this, that, and guys didn't do, you know, when I got, even when I got my tattoos, 
you know, when I was 20. You, know, you like, weren't in this Navy. What are you getting a tattoo it, for? They were like, they gruffed at me for even getting tattoos because they, you know, that just wasn't a thing for them. Yeah. I can't imagine what they did when they caught you sneaking in with, you know, this mini skirt on and the fishnets. <laughs> <laughs> I did drink a lot. So <laughs> there may have been a few of those. I don't know. All right. Well, that's it for this week's show. We're going to wrap this one up. Uh, again, give us your feedback on what you're looking forward to in 2018. Um, it looks like we may be taking a week off. I've got a busy week coming up. So unless we decide to change our recording schedule, we may be out for a week. So, that gives you more time to give us your input. Give us, like I said, your, what you're looking forward to in 2018, your 2018 resolutions. You can find information to all the ways you can contact us on our website at www.pgtc.com. Uh, also, it looks like when we have our next show, it's going to be right in the thick of award season, Golden Globes Awards and People's Choice Awards and Critics Awards and Oscars and Grammys and all that bullshit. So, um, Tell us if you had an award that you could give out for something in pop culture, what would that award be and who would you give it to? It can be Best Mullet. It can be oh, what? Eugene. What's that? Eugene. <laughs> Eugene, yeah, from Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. The guy at the grocery store with a mullet the other day. I see a lot of guys at the grocery store. <laughs> say, depending we on which group. I live in a smaller town, though, so Which means you're more likely to see guys in mullets. <laughs> There is a trailer park. <laughs> there you go. Go to Northside Springfield. You'll see plenty of mullets. So that's it for this week. Again, hit us up with what you're looking forward to in 2018. Tell us what awards, if you could give out an award, what that award would be and who you would give it to, and we will be sure to include those. Sexiest in- podcast. Yeah, yeah baby. Culture. You need to put one of your... The dip dildo. <laughs> <on> the <side. laughs> there you go. So will be the same. On our T-shirts. <laughs> and, yeah, there you go. You know, walk around the... T-shirt with that on there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Leave these comments. Shake one in each hand. <laughs> Put tassels on them so you get some yeah. motion yeah, going. Be the rubber so they swing. <laughs> there you go. We get a lot of attention and maybe arrested. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, we'll get a lot of attention that way too. That's all right. We'll be well, asking people to bail us out. Uh, it's not the waving around. It's whatever he's got going on afterwards that'll get us arrested. <laughs> So that's it for this week's show. Uh, get a, again, get a hold of us. Let us know what you think uh, about this year, what you're looking forward to, and uh, what awards you would give out. Until next week, again, I've been Joey Mills with GeekDad.com. I'm still Kenny Wright with Freedom Hunter Graphics. And Dildo Dipping. <laughs> same, this threw me so right off same. base there. <laughs> Go ahead. Dusty Stafford still here <laughs> with Springfield Lawn Care. And uh, many other fine establishments. And Odin, give us a wave one more time. There he is over in the corner. Until next week or two weeks from now, whenever it is, we'll see you then. Be good. Later.